Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, as part of the Animal Health Ireland and Chagas Calf Care Virtual Week, I'm joined by Chagas researcher Emer Kennedy and Joe Patton, Chagas nutritionist, to discuss the guidelines for feeding milk and concentrates in the diet of the calf. I first asked Emer, what happens after colostrum is fed? So after it's colostrum feed, the calf needs to get transition milk. So transition milk is milkings two to six and um, produced by the dairy cow after calving. So only that first milking is called colostrum. The rest are called transition milk. Um, although the calf can't absorb any more antibodies um, after it's 24 hours old, there is a, a local effect in the lining of the gut by uh, consuming transition milk. And basically what it does is it keeps the calf a little bit healthier and um, it stops it getting sick and it, it reduces the incidence of droopy ears um, and runny nose. So when we talk about transition milk, the calf needs to get at least four feeds of um, transition milk. And again, that's really important, particularly if you're vaccinating you know, for rotavirus or that, that the calf is getting um, enough of the antibodies to build up immunity. And how much of this milk should the calf be getting? So the calf should get um, two to two and a half liter, two and a half liters per feed. So that's four to five liters um, per day. So two feeds. Um, and basically what you're trying to do is work the, the amount of milk that the calf gets gradually up so that by the end of the first week, you're feeding the calf um, six litres of milk per day. So if we say like, you know, your calf is going to get its colostrum feed, then it's going to get at least four feeds of transition milk, and then it can move on to either whole milk or milk replacer. Um, if we talk about whole milk that you're feeding the calf, that means like milk that's suitable to go off for processing in the lorry or to be picked up by the co-op. That's the milk that should be fed to calf, the calf, not milk that um, has any like antibiotic residues in it or, you know, is high in cell count. And um, because frequently that milk, there can be an off taste in it. So the calf won't drink as much. And also um, it can have issues um, subsequently for the, for the calf's health. Um, the, the other alternative then, of course, is milk replacer. Um, but, and again, a good quality milk replacer. So, you know, a high enough um, protein content, high enough um, 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 fat content and limited ash and crude, crude fibre uh, in it. And how soon can milk replacer start to be fed to the young calf? So the milk replacer can be fed um, straight after the transition milk feeding. So, you know, from, from about four days. Now, if there's a yonase issue in the herd, you can go a little bit, a little bit sooner, but your colostrum management has to be um, followed like critically to the, to the one, two, three rule. Um, but ideally, I think the best practice is to feed the transition milk and then go on to your, your milk replacer. And in most cases, when the, dairy calf comes off the dairy farm and onto the beef farm what should the management be once it lands onto the beef farm so this is it is going to depend on how far the calf has traveled so the calf should be fed milk before it leaves the the farm of origin we'll say um and when it gets onto to your farm if you've bought it in and um, that evening you should you should feed it electrolytes probably not the milk like you feed it some electrolytes two to three liters and let the calf rest overnight and then the following morning it can be fed milk and it depends then on how far the calf has has traveled if it's traveled a long way it might need electrolytes electrolytes again that evening but if it's only a short distance you know you can resume um, milk feeding at that, that stage making sure that the calf is getting its six litres per day in, in two feeds. And how soon 
can the calf be put onto once a day feeding then? So it's really important that calves aren't fed their milk once a day before four weeks of age. So only start once a day feeding from four weeks of age onwards. Like there's there's a number of reasons for this. One, like the abomasum of the calf is too small to handle that large volume of milk. So we're talking about six litres. So for, you know, um, calves less than four weeks old, that, that's a large volume of milk to, to consume all in one go. And um, the other reason is that because the calves um, are born, like, you know, their digestive system isn't developed, the rumen isn't developed, it means that they can't take any nutrients from concentrate until the rumen starts to develop. And that starts to occur three to four weeks of age. So from that point on, from four weeks on, you could go to once a day milking, but you still need to check your calves thoroughly twice daily. So maybe give them their milk feed in the morning and give them the concentrate in the evening giving you the chance to thoroughly check them to ensure that they're they're healthy because if if they're sick you want to pick it up fast and take action fast so that you can you can cure them as rapidly as possible. Emer, what are the key steps when it comes to mixing up milk replacer? So making the milk replacer, it's important that you follow the manufacturer's recommendations on the back of the bag. So like, for example, um, you know, for calves, we'll, we'll take dairy calves, for example, the the recommended crew protein content is 23 to 26%, um, preferably milk-derived proteins in the, in the milk replacer. Um, so if you use very hot water on that, you're actually going to kill those proteins. So what you've spent all the money um, on buying, you're, you're basically undoing that. So the correct thing to do is to get the temperature of the water correct first. So, you know, add in your hot water, add in your cold until you get it to about body temperature um, and then add in your powder. Don't be tempted to put the powder in first and the water on top of it. Um, so once that's done, you need to, to, to mix it thoroughly. The other thing to watch out for is um, how you mix it. And again, this is going to be down to the manufacturer's specifications. Like, do the water and the powder add up to a litre? Or are you putting a litre um, of water in and the powder on top of that? So you just need to, to check what the, what the dilution um, rate or how you mix it up is. And again, to decide what your reconstitution rate is, is it going to be like 12.5% um, or 15%, which means are you going to put 125 grams of powder or 150 grams of powder um, in each litre of water? That's great, Emer. Once the calf has been fed on the milk replacer for a number of weeks, how soon can they be weaned? The calves can be weaned basically once they're eating um, a kilo of, of concentrate. Um, you know, and that's an individual calf rather than a group eating a, a kilo concentrate. Um, when it comes to weaning, like you don't want to abruptly wean the calf because that's going to affect your weight gain um, subsequently. So, you know, if you're, if you're feeding twice a day, one of the things that you can do um, is reduce the calves back to once a day feeding at that point um, and reduce the volume of milk. Or if you prefer to stay twice a day feeding, um, also reduce the volume of milk. So basically, you're gradually weaning the calves over seven to 10 days um, to ensure that there's no post weaning growth check. And is there any evidence to suggest feeding the calf once a day or twice a day increases or decreases performance? So in any of the experiments that we have done looking at once a day versus twice a day um, milk feeding, there's been no difference in performance between, um, between either group of calves. Um, what you do find is that the once a day calves, they tend to eat more concentrate and they probably drink um, more water as well. So that's why, you know, it's necessary to keep the, the truck topped up with, with the concentrate 
um, if you are once a day feeding. That's great. Thanks very much, Emer. Joe, concentrates and forage are important to the calf's diet. How early should solid feed be introduced? Hi, Catherine. Yeah, look, the, the, um, it's probably in the first week, really, we should be looking at introducing some, some sort of core start or concentrate, uh, Catherine. Now, look, the amount that we'll be eating in that first week is going to be relatively small, but it's just to get animals in, you know, get your calves into the habit of starting to, to, to nibble at start or concentrate, I suppose. So really what we want to do there is, you know, obviously the, the, the animal or the, the calf is, is um, reliant on its milk at that point for its, for its nutrients, but getting the, getting the animal onto a start for, um, for solid feed is important to start kickstarting the development of the rumen uh, in, in the young calf, you know. So I would say the first few days we should be starting in with a high quality uh, starter ration. And what kind of ingredients or specs should we be feeding in the starter ration? Yeah, well, look, as I say, you know, the, the amount that will be eaten will be very, very small indeed. Um, it's, it's only, it, it's, it's a tiny amount um, per calf at the start. So when we are looking at small amounts, we should be, we should, we should really be looking at quality then to make sure that it does what it's supposed to do. So high quality ingredients would be things like flake maize, maybe um, barley, uh, soybean, obviously, um, a little bit of beet pulp, maybe in, in small, in smaller pellets, uh, maybe some inclusion of maybe something like uh, peas or something like that as a protein source as well. So a coarse blend of high protein, high energy ingredients that are all palatable to the, to the, to the calf. Now, obviously, a little bit of molasses maybe as well, something like maybe 5% molasses included will give, will increase the palatability of the coarse, the coarse concentrate to get the, um, to get the calf started into the habit of eating it, you know. And is there anything else that can be done to try to get the calf in eating the concentrates at the very start? I suppose, look, I think the quality is important, you know, and if we, if we go with the ingredients we've just after talking about, you know, that's, that it's making sure that it's not too dusty, for example, you know, a good quality, a good quality ration would be important. Uh, obviously then clean, you know, a clean trough, not putting out, um, you know, small and often in terms of the feeding uh, and, and keeping the keeping the troughs clean, you know, not overloading troughs. So really offering a small bit to get calves moving on it, and then you know, uh, removing any removing any you know refused material or any any contaminated material daily, I suppose. And once you see once you start to see them moving, then in terms of nibbling at it, I suppose, then you can sort of gradually increase the the amount. But it's going to be relatively small overall. It's really to 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 get the, get a kickstart doing. So a clean a clean trough, I suppose. Don't overload the. Don't overload it at the start. Uh, feed it small and often, and obviously the high quality ingredient. Those would be the main points, I think, to get them going. And what rate of meal should be needed by the calf as they get closer to weaning stage? Well, yeah, as as Eimear said, they're in and around the kilo, I suppose. Of I suppose as you move from your your starter concentrate or your starter coarse blend, you'll probably move on to a pellet then after after a while, and then you're on to maybe your 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 um your calf nut, if you like, your calf pellet. As you move closer to weaning, you're probably talking about getting, making sure that the calves are eating about a kilo of concentrate uh, of the, consistently uh, at that period. So over time, you can, you can, you can obviously look at that. Um, you, 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 can, you can track that if you're feeding it in small bags, how, many, you know, how, how much are they actually eating? You would like to see the, the, the cows eating a kilo of, a kilo of ration before uh, removing milk. But, and obviously, you know, as Emer said there, maybe a, a gradual reduction of milk in the, last, in, the, in, the, in the last period before weaning will encourage um, increased, um, increased concentrate intake, which is very important. 
And would you consider reducing the meal intake if calves were outdoors prior to weaning? I suppose probably not pre-weaning, uh, Catherine. I suppose the, the one thing we want to make sure when we're talking about pre-weaning nutrition is that obviously we're, we're trying to hit the growth rates of the calf, obviously, uh, and that will be driven p primarily by the milk intake. But the concentrate intake and maybe to, to some extent also the roughage intake, but particularly the concentrate intake, is important to allow the calves uh, to, to develop a functioning room and it'll take it'll take sort of from the it'll take till about 10 to 12 weeks for the of age before the calf has a fully functioning uh, room and so I think to, to keep it simple I suppose we should still be targeting that kilo uh, of intake even at grass because at that stage you know on a, on a pre-weaned calf that you know, there's not going to be a huge, um, there's not going to be a huge amount of grass intake at that point. I think we just we get them to the point of um, of weaning on the kilo, and then we sort of we can start thinking about maybe reducing that as the calves have settled into a grazing system. But I think in in the pre weaning period, I would I would keep them going on the kilo, even though they're outside in some cases, you know. And you touched on it there. Calves won't be eating much grass outside. How important is long fibre for the young calf? The calf, yeah, look, the, it, long fibre is important, um, but it doesn't, it, it, is, it is important for sure to get calves eating in long fibre. So obviously something like straw, um, chop straw ideally would be, would be important. So that's kind of offered, um, that's offered in a, in, a, in a rack, obviously clean, clean chop straw would be important. Probably preferable to, to hay actually, because we don't want them eating too much, uh, we don't want to meet in too much fibre that could that could result in a in 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 pot bellies that you often might see with with lower quality hay. So, but it, it is important that they they are using they are in they have some intake of of long fibre pre weaning. But it is important to remember though that the the, the principal driver of rumen development will be the concentrate intake along with the fibre. It's not like hay or straw alone plus milk won't deliver the type of function rumen that we want. Uh, we, need the, we need the long fibre and the concentrate together to have that proper effect, you know. That's great, Joe. I suppose I'll open it up to the two of you. What final guidelines for feeding milk and concentrates? What final tip have you for farmers? Emer? like to make sure that calves are getting the six litres of milk you know traditionally um farmers have been feeding like two litres in the morning two litres in the evening but i think you know now we need to to ensure that all calves are receiving about 15 percent of their their birth body weight which is like six litres for a 40 kilo calf um to ensure good good growth rates and that again provides them with enough energy to fight off um, any disease and farmers who are worried about calves scouring on six litres of milk it's not, it's not an issue um, it, it just means that the calves are well fed and that they'll grow that bit better so I think that'll be my, my top tip is to ensure that the volumes of milk fed are, are up to the six litres. That's great and Joe? Yeah Catherine I suppose my, my one thing would be to say that you know, while the while the milk drives, while milk will drive the the growth rate on the calf, and properly so, as Emer's just said, I think we we also have to be thinking about room and development in the in the pre weaning phase. So, solid feed and good quality and the right amount of intake of solid feed will drive room and development, which will make the management of the calf in the post weaning period a lot easier. So, be be conscious of the quality of the starter ration that you use. Be conscious of the quality of the of the concentrate that you use. Measure, you know, have a monitor the amount of concentrate that's actually been fed and eaten, which is important. Uh, and then, in terms of the long fiber, clean, you know, clean, good quality straw would be preferable to hay to ensure we don't end up with with pot belly calves. Those would be the, the main points that I would have. Thanks, Joe. Thanks very much, Emer and Joe. Thanks, Captain. Thank you.
That's all for this week's episode and my thanks to Joe and Emer for joining me on the show. You can tune in to the Dairy Edge podcast this week to hear about the 123 of colostrum management, colostrum quality and managing Yona's disease at calving. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, Keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Katrin Egan and thanks for listening.